Redbeard's Outfitter is a Mobile, Alabama-based outfitter offering a carefully curated selection of gear and apparel, outfitting you for your next adventure, exploring our world, and building community. We love this local store, and we love supporting folks like them who are building community in the outdoor space. Plus, they have some spectacular apparel for Alabamians and all the gear anyone would need to be ready to enjoy the outdoors. Use promo code TSO for a 20% discount online or visit them in store. Visit redbeardsoutfitter.com for more information. This is the Storied Outdoors, a podcast somewhere between Lewis and Tolkien and Lewis and Clark, finding clarity in the stories we tell and the adventures that shape us. Welcome to the Storied Outdoors. My name is Brad Hill, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Brian Gill. And we are wrapping up Season 7, Brian. I can't believe it. And actually, man, we, you know, we got kind of busy uh, as the seasons progressed, and we haven't talked as much as we normally talked. And uh, man, I'm I'm just uh, thankful for uh, just an opportunity to see you. I hadn't seen we haven't been on on FaceTime or anything in a while, so it's good to see you, man. <laughs> I know. I was trying to think when's the last time we actually recorded an episode over Zoom. I mean, we've uh, that's part of this whole season. We had a lot of things that were face to face, and I know it was like, and we yeah, did I, a lot I, of them a long time ago. I know they were preparation. They're all like preloaded. <laughs> good grief! Yeah, so it's been a minute since we've been on. So it's great to see you, man. Yeah, you too, pal. I, it's been a uh, it's been a great season. You know, it's so funny. You know, what's that Steve Martin movie where he's he goes to the end of his driveway and like, I've never been this far from home, and he takes another step. <laughs> I've never been this far from home. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's how I think every season wrap up. We're like, yeah, I can't believe we made it this far. You know, uh, you know, to bring it in, bring it, bring it on into the old Fellowship of the Ring. Old Sam, what's Sam, Sam say? If I take one more step, I'll be further from home than I've ever been. <laughs> that's exactly how I am with every episode that we do, that we do. <laughs> It's it's uh, it's funny you know I keep we keep surprising ourselves with you know we had a lot Absolutely. of uh, we had a lot of firsts this this season yeah you know it's a it was a it was a kind of a big season like on a, like a low key big season um, you know we had we had our hundredth episode we had hundred episode hundred I mean. episodes Brian <laughs> I can't believe we made it to a hundred that's a lot of that's a lot of recording. It's uh you know in, in the spirit of Christmas here we are right here in December. Chevy Chase said, "If I woke up tomorrow with my head sawed to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now." <laughs> oh man, that's all. That's maybe that's, my favorite quote of that movie. Yeah, that. Are you serious, Clark? Yeah, I know it. Those are my two favorites. So yeah, we're that's 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 kind of way I am about this season. It's like, Absolutely. gosh, man, just we just keep. Uh, we just keep getting blessed by the people that we that agree to talk to us. Well, and, and we get to share their stories. Also, you know, every time I'm like, "All right, man, who are we going to talk to now?" And just things, just people, just you know, stories keep coming. You know, keep popping up, and uh, interesting, you know, people and relationships built and um, friendships made. You know, even through this process. I mean, I think about it. Even today, I texted with Hugh today. I would never have known Hugh Cheek. Mm. outside of you know outside of doing this podcast but now he's become a friend and i'm just so thankful for the people that we have met through these hundred episodes and seven seasons of conversations and connection guys like wade blevins and yeah. the sam's one bug crew of people that are a part of the sam's one bug that comes along with that whole community that uh that he's started up there you know and uh, they've all become friends, and man, what a what a gift, and what what a glorious little community we get to be a part of. No oh, man, you couldn't have said it better. You know, it's a it's a community. It's it's people that you know you don't really hear their stories uh, out in mainstream media. Right, but right. everybody that we've talked to has a very unique and important story, and we're just thankful to be able to share it. 
Yeah, and all of them have in some ways, uh, obviously, we talk about it, and that's part of our podcast, and it's cool to see it doing what we say, and that's finding clarity in the stories we tell and the adventures that shape us. Each of these these conversations uh, have shaped us and have, you know, I feel like a better person for having had these conversations with people. The more that I think about it and reflect on this, this past season in particular. Yeah. I think that this episode is, we're going to talk about this, this season, this past or some of our favorite moments, but Brad and I have two big announcements that we want to share with you all. Brad's got something on uh, that he wants to share. That's huge. I've got something that I want to share that's huge. We've been working on these two things this whole year, and um, but we're not going to share it yet. We're going to talk about the season, some of our favorite moments. That's right. That'll be for the end. That'll be for, That'll the, be end. for the end. So you got to hang around. Yeah, but for now, uh, looking back on season seven, Brian, what are what's a standout? Maybe a couple of standouts from one of the episodes or a couple of the episodes for you. Yeah, I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier in this episode how we did so many face to face interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and that man, you and I don't get to do that a lot. You know, yeah. we're doing a lot of these through zoom. Um, and, and looking back, we were able to sit down with Amos Benjamin in a two parter, which was, was phenomenal. I Ooh. mean, just yeah. kind of, you, you went through all of the emotions in those two episodes, all man, the feels, man, all the feels, um, what an amazing story. I actually had an opportunity to go with Amos to, um, to an event at Lockheed Martin in Atlanta, and oh, he was man. the speaker for Veterans Day. Oh, and, that's um, awesome, dude! It was it was incredible. They they fed us. They um, we got to meet so many veterans, so many people who have who work for Lockheed Martin are veterans, and um, just you know, did you, did you guys get to tour, do any tour or anything we, like that? We didn't get to tour, but um, but. Shaggy, the, uh, the 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 vice president. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I I don't even know if I should say this, but um, probably should, dude. Whenever, so he was so kind. I mean, he is just a an awesome guy. I mean, he's a he's a Air Force veteran, and um, ended ended up inviting us to come see where the C one thirties are are made. See the production of those. We haven't done that at this point um but as he was as i was leaving you know we have these coins that say thank you for your service and it's got an emblem of, of sanford university on it and i was gonna give him one and i tapped him on his shoulder and i said hey uh scooby um would, would and, and, and then i thought oh my gosh i just I called, called him Shaggy Scoob, scooby Scoob. and <laughs> i was sitting there thinking what an idiot, idiot. oh my gosh Here's this, you know, like true American hero, and like I, and, and his name is Shaggy, and like I totally just botched it, and then he was so kind and generous. He's like, "Thank you, Brian," and like he had just met me like an hour earlier, <laughs> like he was. I mean, he was just he he remembered my name, and I felt like an idiot, complete idiot, by calling him the wrong name. And, Come on, uh, man, honest mistake. Let's be I real. I mean, if we're gonna, I mean, that's it's, Shaggy's not Shaggy. a, a name that you kind of have all the time. It's not one of those. This wasn't like. <laughs> A normal name, but uh, man, I really, I really messed that one up. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby! <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> but that was uh, that was an awesome opportunity to go there with Amos. And, Absolutely. Um, but then we also we also recorded an episode with Craig Haney. Well, yeah. Well, Ro- like we we left like Amos's house. We packed up. Yep. And drove straight to Craig's house, like <laughs> back to back, which was yeah. it was amazing. So we left this like long conversation with Amos with all this these emotions. Like it was such a heavy but rich conversation. Yeah. And then we drove to Craig's house to have a whole nother conversation. <laughs> it was quite a day, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so we're sitting there, I mean, just and we hadn't eaten lunch. And so we're we're just drained mentally, physically, emotionally. And, oh yeah. Man, and then just get to talk with Craig and just perk right back up. And, I, I mean, just listen to his stories, and um, I don't know. And then, then we get to go. Was it the next day? Yeah, we oh, go yeah. down on fishing on the Tallapoosa. That's right. And and with Murph and Roel, and holy cow, we get to talk about we get to talk about being a veteran. We get to talk about all of the ways that they're giving back and and the amazing things that they're yeah. doing. We. We had a great time fishing. Um, we got tired from fishing. Right? Got tired from fishing. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. 
Not tired a, of fishing. Yeah. A big, 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 big difference. Big there. difference. What a great trip. What a great memory. You know, you say all that. I think I feel like a better person and a better American for having sat and heard Amos's story and Roel and Murph's story and their experience, not only of serving, um, but as they transitioned out of serving into civilian life, the difficulty that those guys face. Mm. I don't think that was something I'd really, really considered. And this was really, I think the most glaring thing was on a practical level, not on like a, like these guys were in battle. Cause we didn't even really get into that with Roel. I mean, Roel's seen and done an awful lot as a ranger on the battlefield, but we really talked about sort of that practical aspect of for 21 years, you know, he, he didn't have to pick out his clothes. Like he knew his mm-hmm. schedule. Um, you know, he knew what time breakfast was, you know, like yeah. his life was planned out for him. His name is on his chest. Uh, his rank is right there on, you know, on his uniform and there's his identity. Here's who he is. Here's what he's accomplished. When you walk into a room, you know, you know what you expect of others and you know what they expect of you. And then all of a sudden, all of that's gone and you're put on like your civilian clothes and you walk into a room and no one knows any of that. Mm. And I'd never really considered the ramifications and the difficulty of that kind of transition um, from that life. And those guys do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it was it was so interesting to have Amos's conversation and then Murph and Roel, yeah, and, and there were so many similarities, right? I mean, and then talking about that, what is my purpose now that I'm not in the military? You know, I'm, I'm retired now. Um, my purpose is is no longer okay. Here's your mission. Go accomplish that mission. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and so many got so many times um, tragically that does not end well for veterans. And and so having um. Having those guys just get real transparent with us and, and talk about that was a um, was just a blessing, man. And like you said, it made you proud to be an American, made you proud to, to know these guys and to know the amazing things that they're doing, um, the the amount of, of service work that they are continuing to do and oh, to, yeah. to make people's lives better is, is just off the charts. For sure. I mean, but, you know, it's hard, you know, when you say, let's pick a favorite, favorite thing. It's pretty hard not to, not to think about episode 100, right? Man, episode 100 <laughs> was live on location with Jimbo Metter. Gosh, man, I couldn't, one, I couldn't believe we got to do it the first time. Right. But the fact that he would, he was willing to sit down uh, a second time was well, just as surprising and, and I'm filled with just as much gratitude for the second time, maybe more, uh, for the second time to sit down with him as I am the first. Yeah, I mean, and it was his idea. I yeah. mean, that was that was the fun part that he he wanted to talk talk about his his fishing buddy. Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> I mean, just my old pal, my old pal just, Jim, just, Jimmy. Just my Buffett. old pal Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. You know. Oh, well, that's what was way, funny because from the first episode, right? Yeah, the first time, you know, episode eighty four with Jimbo Metter, we asked him, we're like, who's your favorite like person you've guided? And he's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't want to single anybody out, you know? <laughs> and then I was like, okay, okay, okay. Who's your favorite famous person? He's like, well, I kind of hate to answer that too. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not say. <laughs> I'd rather not say. <laughs> and then we weren't recording and we were wrapping everything up. I was like, okay, we're not recording now. Like, who's your favorite famous person? Cause I was like, I know he's, you know, he's guided somebody, some cool, cool people. Yeah. And of course in this episode 100, he's telling stories about Mr. Perkins, the owner of Orvis and <laughs> Tom McGuane, right? The author, yeah. Tom McGuane. And then he's, but he said his favorite was Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. And me and, me and you looked at each other like, what? Yep. Man. <laughs> and, 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 you know, there were, there was, there was talk about, Hey, let's see if we can't get Jimmy on there. And, and Jimbo at the same time, neither one of us knew that, right. that Jimmy was sick. And, yeah. um, man, when Jimmy passed, um, that was, you know, you reached out to, to Jimbo and was just telling, you know, sending your condolences and all that. And just, you know, it, I felt like it would, it was a good time for, um, for Jimbo to talk about his buddy, 
you know, yeah. talk about his fishing buddy. Yeah, so. it was really, really, I mean, a genuine treat. A genuine treat to, for him to share his stories. And we got to be down there in his office at his house. And, man, it was, uh, it was such a rich and just some funny, funny, funny stories. Man, this about. was a laugh out loud conversation i mean I, there was a couple of times i just was i was just tickled we i mean, was just straight up tickled man he was too that's what made it good because he was having such a good time and so man what a joy yeah. what a great great memory i'll certainly never forget yeah we love had that, a love that guy we had a we had a a, a third person in the room or the we fourth did. person in the room with us uh george constantine man we were so thankful that he was down there to kind of document some of this this conversation and took some great photos and for us and got some video yep and uh, george works with man i hope we get to talk to dorsal uh the, you know dorsal films or whatever on an episode uh, those guys do some just some cool stuff and they tell some great stories and because they've done, you know, um, the Red Eye Bass, the the Slam, one that, yep. the, slam the Slam that, that saves. saves. What a great little film, and just enjoyed that story with with uh, with Mary Beth Meeks and uh, Doctor Red Eye. Doctor Red Eye. Um, but so yeah, yeah that, having those guys down there and the cooperation with them, and and just uh, being able to share that with someone who appreciates it. You know, George was just so like he he was. He he understood the the, well, the gravity, the, yeah, gravity, the gravity of, of, of who Jimbo is. Yeah, and I'm thankful we've been able to share his story with people. You know, because yep. like, I, you know, he's, you know, we talk about it often, and it's on our webpage. You know, the some of the greatest stories are the 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 untold stories, and and Jimbo really feels like an untold story. Um, mm. Just a a treasure trove of stories and. Just an iconic voice, you know, and, and so if you haven't listened to the episode 100, um, man, do yourself a favor and, and go enjoy uh, Jimbo Matter. Man, what a, yeah. what a fantastic, fantastic episode. Great season. Finished off with uh, um, Josh Billmaker, and, and I was thinking about other things that were impactful. I was thinking about the way Josh talked about, you know, how do you use something like a boat mm. for God and that conversation about, like, uh, how do I? Uh, how does this impact the way that I, I share this boat for God and with people, and mm-hmm. uh, just uh, and the work that they're doing with that school? And I just really enjoyed hearing from Josh, um, not only as a creator and a fly fisherman, but just as a man. I was uh, I felt like a better better person for having talked to Spillmaker, Land yeah. Bridge, as they call him. <laughs> yeah. he's got a I mean just an epic mustache you know yeah and i i think i want one of those hats right man like, who, who who makes hats this guy I mean, makes these awesome hats i mean and that's just i mean so many people are so talented and they are, they're they're they but you know not just they don't just do their job it's like okay you do their job and this and this and this and and that that's kind of fun, you know. It's it's yeah. it's neat to get to know creative people like that. Like Brian Brian Rowley is one of those guys. Yeah. You know, he's oh, one absolutely. of those just phenomenal creative type guys. And um, we really, I really want to get him on the show next next season or so. Speaking of creative people, Brian, you're creative. You've been working on something for like a like a year. I I have. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, this is this is a project that. Um, that that I was working on with Andy Blanks, old pal um, Andy, old pal Andy. He's been on the show a couple times. Yeah, um, and uh, he's a friend of mine. We've known I've known him for since I was in high school, and um, he is a publisher and uh, on the uh, you know, founder, president, CEO of um, of Iron Hill Press. And yeah. man, he approached me about a year ago about wanting to, to write a book together. Well not write a book together he would publish it and i would be the writer and um, he wanted this to be my first uh, book full-fledged book published through them that would be by written by me just by myself and so i wrote uh, a 31-day devotional on the seven i am statements of jesus that are found in the book of john so in if you know for those of you who may not be familiar with this in the book of john jesus says i am the then fill in the blank. He says that that phrase seven different times. Yeah. Uh, some of those are, are very familiar. I am the light of the world. I am the bread of life. I am the way, the truth, and life. Um, and so what I did was 
I took a deep dive into each of those seven statements in a devotional form, and we have 31 days. Uh, some of those statements have more days connected with them because you know seven doesn't really go into 31 uh, <laughs> evenly. <laughs> so I'm not the best at math, but uh, it yeah. seemed to work out great. No, yeah, it's not. It's not a a, a, a clean fixed number, uh, and that was interesting because we had we had thought about doing five per. Uh, per statement, and then we start up, start thinking about doing. Okay, well, should we do a forty day, or should we do a thirty five day, or should, should how should we do this? And we kind of landed on this thirty one day thing, and yeah, you know, it's it's crazy the stuff that goes into the thought process of behind the scenes things of writing a book, and you know, me and Andy being able to to work on this thing and go back and forth and say, you know, I think this will actually work better. This will work better. Um, Super. So actually, this this book is is coming out on the day that this episode is airing. And so, oh, okay. So I didn't know that. That's news. It is That's open. Awesome. Yeah. It's ready to go today. It's available on, um, on ironhillpress.com. It's also going to be available on Amazon. Uh, you know, I think that it's a, it's a great opportunity for you to grow in your faith. It's a great opportunity for you to learn more about, uh, some of these things that Jesus said about himself. You know, when we talk about being a Christian, we talk about, uh, learning about, Jesus, what better way to learn from what he said about himself? Mm. Um, you know, and one of the things I really in, enjoyed doing with this book was I looked at, okay, he said these things, but if you take them as face value, they don't make a whole lot of sense, right. really. <laughs> you know, so you have to kind of look in the Old Testament, look back, you know, and it's that whole thing that we, you know, look back to be able to move forward. Yeah. That whole idea of, okay, well, he said this, you know, he says, I'm the good shepherd. Well, that means that along the way, there were some bad shepherds. Mm. And, you know, we see that in the Old Testament where there were some some rulers and leaders that were looking out for their own interest. And Jesus kind of says, okay, look, I'm the good side of this thing. You can trust me. That's um, good. So, yeah, we... It's man, a, I can't uh, wait to see it. Dude, it was fun, man. And, and I love the, the way it turned out, the look of it, the feel of it, the... The little embellishments that are on the inside of it, all of that, man, it turned out really well, and it's something that Andy and I are really proud of. Um, you know, it's it's been funny. Uh, Rick, uh, Rick Burgess from the Rick and Bubba Show, he, you know, he's a friend of ours, and he's been well, promoting. You, you had teamed up with him before. That's one of the first things I remember seeing. You know, with, with Andy and those guys, you had teamed up and written with Rick, right, for a, a project. Before. Yeah. So the first How to Be a Man book andy and rick wrote the second one comes along rick was going to write that one but he ended up um having a conflict there that was a really busy time of his life and so he stepped down and i, I was eating lunch with andy one day and i said hey is this something you still want to do he's like yeah i really think it's got some legs to it i was like well why don't i do it so that's how andy and i wrote the second how to be a man book Rick did the forward, forward. to that one. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. You know, we've, it's just been part of this. That's uh, awesome. He's, he started a thing called manchurch.com, yep. a curriculum that men can go through in their churches. But this is a book through Iron Hill Press that is an opportunity for as a resource for those churches, for those men. But he's been promoting it on the show, and I've been getting text messages like crazy. It's like, hey, is Rick Burgess talking about you on the show? I'm like, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, because I hadn't told anybody yet. This is kind of the first really big announcement of cool. coming from me, coming from Very our podcast, cool. so that's kind of where we are. Uh, Super I, exciting, man! Man, I, I cannot, I cannot wait to see what's going to happen with this. It's going to be fun. It's a beautiful book. They did a great job. The designers did. Just thankful to be a part of it and have this opportunity. How was that? Um, I mean, obviously, that's you know, you're you're writing theologically in Bible study, creatively. Like, was it a challenge to bring in creativity? into like storytelling and devotional and bring in some of those things that you love into a, a, a devotional like that. Yeah, man, that's always the, um, that's always the, the trick, right? I mean, you're, you, you, you don't want to just start with a story and then try to make the Bible fit into that story. Right. Yeah. So I, think you, I heard Vody Bauckham call that Bible back me up. I just, Oh, I got yeah. the thing I want to talk about. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's I'm a good find way to scripture it. <laughs> to back me up. <laughs> yeah. So what we do is we start with the scripture and then, you know, after a lot of prayer and meditation on that, then those stories kind of start to emerge. And then, yeah. then you start to see, you know, 
let me figure out a way to write creatively about this thing and mm. and not let um not let the story drive the de- the devotional but let the devotional be driven by that uh that scripture by and so text. yeah yeah that text and you know that's just like in your world with um with ministry whether you're writing a song or writing a sermon i mean those are you start with the text and uh, yeah. those stories come out af- after that that's so. good man i can't wait to see it can't wait to read it man that's yeah i can't exciting. wait to share it with you proud of you man for Thanks, digging buddy. in and what is uh what did old um Charles Martin say he's like man they don't write themselves no you gotta yeah. sit in you gotta put your butt in the seat you know and do the work and so man great job doing the work and mm-hmm. uh staring at that 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 cursor blinking at you man and starting to type man that's awesome well thank you so much and and uh thanks for letting me talk about it a little bit on the on the show absolutely um you know I, and if, if you guys are who are listening it's not just a men's devotional it's for men and women um, that was that was one thing that I wanted to make sure that we we promote it to our our channels that you know are honestly is predominantly men. There's about seventy five percent of our listeners are men, yeah. but also uh, this is not just exclusively for men. So that you can you know if you have a, a spouse or if you're a female listening to the story, we'd love you know I, I think it would be for you as well. That's exciting. Yeah, it's always scary to put art out there, Brian. Yeah, man, that's one of the that's one of the things that uh, that can really slow you down, and and um, I, I always go back to what S.D. Smith said about <laughs> you know we're not we don't put it out because it's uh, it's pride, yeah you know and and if God's giving you something to put out into the world, and us if we don't do it then uh, then we're being prideful and saying you know that we know better and mm. saying that God knows uh, we know better than God is a dangerous place to be dangerous in. place to be. Yeah, man. I, you know, for years we traveled. I traveled and played music. In fact, that's how we met. You know, traveled yep. and played music and writing music. And um, I sort of lost that desire to to do that. But through this podcast, you know, that's been something that's sort of rekindled, you know, in me that you know, creatives. We tell these stories and we talk about you know the podcast. And so um, I pulled uh, a bunch of quotes from the podcast and a bunch of things that we've talked about. And uh, and ended up uh, entering back into those creative waters, if you will, as a metaphor that that ties right into the song, uh, a song that I just recently finished. And a good pal uh, of mine, Matt Matt Henson, and I sat down and we recorded uh, a song that's literally uh, a play uh, off of the podcast. The whole mm-hmm. thing, even the the intro music to the podcast, is the intro to the song, and uh, it grew legs from there, man. Man, and I cannot. I have been sitting on this news <laughs> over a year, Brad, and just just knowing that this thing was out there, I have been wanting to shout this from the the radio world, the podcast world. This is I I, I absolutely love this song. Uh, the thing that you've done, you've created a, a a song that really embodies what we're trying to do. Yeah. On this whole thing, this whole right. endeavor, and it's in a music, it's in a five-minute song that you wrote. You wrote the music, you wrote the lyrics, um, and and it's good. Like it's not just it's not just some jingle that you throw together. I mean, you've put you put words to. Basically, we started with the intro, and then you put words to this thing. And holy cow, man! I, I, every time I listen to it, I'm just grinning from ear to ear. I <laughs> well, mean, it's phenomenal. I share, I share it with you guys back when we, you know, a lot of you guys have seen our YouTube video, and uh, I shared it. Uh, I shared it up there uh, with you and Hugh. And uh, I think for a second, I, I don't know if Hugh knew what was happening, or but <laughs> I had written the song. Like the look on his face was pretty funny. What did he yeah. say? He's like, he's like, that's he's like, like that's, that's my song. That's my, that's my, that's my story. That's my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, uh, that was so good. So we want to, uh, we want we're going to share it on this episode. So uh, without yeah. further ado, I, I don't have a fancy release yet. Like Let's, you got, you got yours already all tuned up and, and ready to release and people to buy. So, but we're going to uh, hear it right now, right? We're going to hear it right now. This will be a sneak peek for those that, that listen to the podcast and then, uh, We'll take a little time and get have an official like release on the old streaming platforms, 
but uh, you get to hear it right now on the podcast. When I wade in the river, all my worries wash away. Just for a moment, my soul is at peace. Oh, that river keeps rolling. It don't pay no mind to me It situates me Into grand story I'm not unimportant But I'm not Oh, I'm not the point
Man, I hope that you all enjoyed that song so, so as much as I did. Uh, Brad, can we talk a little bit about the process of this? Like some of the, I mean, sure. just walk us through. I mean, because, you know, well, how, at the beginning of this podcast, I guess back in 2020, you wrote the jingle or the, the, the intro music. Yeah. It's not a jingle. It's an intro music. Um, I don't even know. It's, what did you call it? Is it Slow Drift or something like that? Or? Yeah, yeah, Slow yeah. Drift. Yeah, that's what the little, little title for it was. It, you know, just a play off of of things that uh you know that we do when we fly fish. You know, and so I was like, I got to come up with a little title for it. So it's just a slow drift. It's like you you know you want to get a good drift on a fly, and mm. it's wanted to kind of musically capture kind of this feeling that you have. You know, whenever you know you're out on the river and this kind of acoustic, you know, just meddling around with my acoustic guitar and stumbled onto a little little melody that I really liked and, and uh, recorded it and sent you a bunch of different ones and uh, as we decided and we landed on we landed on the slow drift it kind of just sets the tone and sets the feel for uh, for our conversations you know on these these episodes and uh, it, it like, puts yeah, me really in the that. mood man it puts yeah. me in the mood to listen to a, a story it's not going to be a, we're not going to be yelling a lot on this podcast it's not going to be like super high octane uh on this podcast but man that that slow drift just puts you it's like yeah, you're yeah. sitting by the river talk or sitting out of campfire telling That's stories right. yeah so super relaxing and laid back and uh and i was like man i really like that and and so i would just you know i would pick on the back porch or what have you from time to time and and then uh, I started thinking about things people had said, you know, on this on this podcast and um, how fishing makes them feel. And I thought about how I felt, you know, when we entered the water in times, especially, you know, um, stressful times or sad times and then the, the healing that we've experienced through um, being in the river or for me, you know, down here, out on the skiff, out in the marsh, out in the water. Um, it is such a, uh, a wonderful place to be, and so just wanted to, you know, stretch that muscle again and and uh, knock some rust and some dust off of that creative muscle, and kind of had lost a love for or a desire to write songs. You know, I think I had gotten caught up in trying to write songs to make a living, mm. and not just write songs to write songs and mm. be fun and just be creative and tell a story. And so this is the first time in a long time where. I've written a song. I was like, I just want to write a song that captures how I feel whenever we do this. And, and so that it came together and uh, a good friend of mine, his name's Matt Henson. Matt plays, he played drums for me for a little while here at our church where I work. And, um, and he once, you know, told me a couple of years ago, Hey man, if you ever want to record something, man, let me know. I'd love to work with you. And, uh, I'd finished this song up and felt like maybe I should record this song. And yeah, I, you know, I asked him, he's like, absolutely. He didn't even stutter. And so we set up a time, went over to his house and we sat down and recorded, you know, a rough of everything. And then I recorded, um, my acoustic guitar and my vocals. And, uh, and then he, he started the work of production as a producer and the drummer and, and it was really fun, man. We talked about, all right, what, you know, what kind of feel do we want? And I was like, man, I don't want like a really pot, you know, a really what do you call it? Like a studio crisp and really clean. I wanted to be sort of live like, and mm-hmm. so it feels like you're on a front porch and that everything feels pretty acoustic, but it is full band. And he called in some favors, um, had a guy play upright bass on it. Um, had a friend of his play pedal steel on it. So it's got a little bit of a country, country feel to it with a pedal steel, but a uh, country folk kind of a, a feel as we're telling stories and talking about being on the river. Man, that slide guitar is nice. Oh man, it was so cool. I never, you know, I never had one on on any of the things that we had done. And man, when that thing came in, I was like, oh man, I like that. <laughs> I like that. So man, it, it turned out, you know, great. Matt did a phenomenal job, you know, mixing and putting it together. And it was really fun to see something go from, you know, a podcast intro to a you know a full full band song and see it grow legs you know not unlike you seeing a book come together yep and a cover and you know chapter titles and a layout and yep all that stuff come together you know you see all of those similar things in instrumentation there's a little bit of an organ 
you know, kind of a Hammond B3 organ, you know, underlying in there and little percussion things that he did and reverb and all these different effects, you know, and see, just kind of see it all come together like paint strokes on a, on a canvas to make a, to, to paint a picture with audio as you, if you will. Oh man. You know, and so much work goes into that to, to make that. Yeah. That five minutes and, and the production level and the quality that you guys put into that. It's top notch, man. And I applaud you guys. Yeah, Matt did a great job, and I'm I'm thankful to do it, man. It was a lot of fun. We got a we got a couple more. I, I'll go ahead and say that I've got a couple more, like, you know, that I, I might do. So I might may grow into it a little bit of an EP. But for now, you got in, you it. got a couple in the fly box. You got a couple in the fly <laughs> box. That's right. That's good. I like that. I so like tell that. me a little bit. You mentioned that uh, some of the quotes from the the podcast. Can you talk a little bit about some of where those some of those came from? Yeah, I think one in particular, uh, you know, a big standout quote comes from Whitmer, James Whitmer, early mm-hmm. on, you know, one of the early episodes. Well, early, early episodes, yeah. And James, you know, talked about when I'm in the outdoors, I'm situated into a grander story where I'm not unimportant, mm-hmm. right? But I'm not the point. Mm. Gosh, that's, like, say, that, a, say that again slower. I mean, that's... Yeah, when I'm in the outdoors, I'm, it situates me into a grander story where I'm not unimportant, but I'm not the point. Mm. Right? It's like we're, we're important. You know, it's like you're not unimportant. You're not, not important, but you're not the point either. Mm-hmm. And I need that. You know, I mean, we, we've quoted it a, a couple of different times. You know, I think it's Piper who said, No one walks away from the Grand Canyon thinking more of himself. Mm hmm. And so part of the the glory and the beauty of the outdoors is that is like, oh yeah, I'm not I'm not the center of all this. Um, yeah. There's a beautiful little little vignette in the in the book we've talked about. We talked about on um Jimbo's episode, uh, the the old man and the boy. Mm-hmm. And the little boy has um He's kind of gotten kind of prideful. He's kind of he's kind of acted up and not taking anything serious and not taking church serious. And the old man kind of hears about him, <laughs> kind of acting up at church and not taking things really serious, being kind of disrespectful. And uh, he's like, "Man, I've got to I've got to get this boy back back online." And and the boy, you know, finds out that you know granddad's heard about <laughs> the old man's heard about my my not acting right. And here it comes. Here comes another sermon. Mm-hmm. And or, or here comes, you know, a lecture or what have you, because the old man's real philosophical. And uh, he's like, no, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to take you fishing. <laughs> he's like, well, I don't, I don't sound too bad. <laughs> and so they, he takes him, you know, they live, that book was situation, situated up on the, the East Coast. And, well, I like Mobile, a lot of marsh and salt water, mm-hmm. but you also got fresh water. And so he takes him bass fishing. Breaks out a couple of fly. It sounds like fly rods the way he didn't call them a fly rod, but he he describes them and they sound like fly rods that he didn't know the old man had. Mm-hmm. And they're using poppers, and uh, they go catch a bunch of brim and a bunch of bass. And they go late in the evening, and uh, he tells him, "We're going to fish. We're not going to talk." And I want you to look around and I want you to take everything in. I want you to think about everything you hear. I want you to think about everything you see. I want you to really see it. I want you to really look at it. And we're going to fish, and that's it. And that's what they did. Hmm. And they went, and they fished, and they, and they caught some brim, and they caught some bass, and they didn't talk. started getting dark. And they started hearing all the sounds. He started feeling real small. Hmm. And uh, they get they get their P-Row, you know, back back to the back to their house and back to their truck, which was called the Liz. He named his truck the Liz. I don't know why. It never really explains that, I don't think. He's like, what did you learn? What did you get? He said, I got some humility. Hmm. I was like, isn't that what the outdoors does to us when we look around and we realize we're not the point? So hmm. that's probably chief among them of of the you know the things that, that have come from the podcast. And uh, things like Hugh, you know, Hugh, it is part of Hugh's story. Cause I thought mm-hmm. about him a bunch when I wrote the song of like, yeah. this too shall pass. This is not yeah. gonna, this pain and the sorrow is not going to last forever. 
um, as he continues his, his journey, but this too shall pass, you know, it's hard, but it's not going to last forever. And so, um, there's, there is that idea of, as you know, you've quoted early on in the podcast, the great Heraclitus quote of no man, um, you know, enters a river, you know, and comes out the same, he's not the same man, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not the same river. Mm -hmm. And so that's the idea is when I stand in the, the river, you know, there is this idea of like, I'm reminded of no matter how hard it gets or how bad it gets, this too shall pass because the river just keeps on flowing mm. and it doesn't pay any mind to me. It just pays no attention to me. And this this ancient thing just keeps on moving. And so it's littered with, you know, those kinds of ideas and, um, there's nothing like a rod in our hand. Right? <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, I just think about the the melody um, made me feel like I always have a melody in my head whenever I'm fly casting mm. um, because it is musical. You know, there right. is a, there is a meter to it and there is a, um, and so, yeah, so that, that song is kind of bringing all those ideas into, a, into a song and, and a thing that we've said over and over, it's not always about fishing um, that, mm. I, you know, I always thought of, uh, it was about fishing. Um, yeah, and we quote uh, who was that? Uh, I can't remember who it was. Now that I'm trying to remember the the name of the quote, that many men go fishing all their lives without knowing it's not fish they were after. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, Thoreau? Thoreau, Henry David Thoreau. You know, and we quote that in the you know in the video mm-hmm. on YouTube, and uh, that's sort of the bridge of the song. Is uh, all all this time I, you know, I thought it was fish. But every time I go, you know, there's there's so much more. I get so much more than fish. Man. And so, man, it was fun to see all of those kind of uh, big themes from our conversations yeah. come together, come together in a tune. And, man, I hope people are, you know, I hope people enjoy it. Yeah, um, I, I love the, um, I love that bridge because there's a one point in the song, I think, that you go, you know, you've got a, a phenomenal voice. And I, I think that you kind of go a little bit higher or you, you kind of put a little bit more into it on that bridge at one yeah. point and i'm glad that uh your buddy talked you into keeping that tell me a little bit of how that worked out yeah you know you do you know you don't just sing through it one time you know you, you take a bunch of different takes and you know you, you can pick and choose the best takes um from you know from your passes you make a bunch of different passes and the guy that's you know doing the recording can you know manipulate the software and you know and take the best parts of each take, you know? And, mm. and as we were wrapping up and I said, Hey, let me take one more pass at it and I'll just take some, you know, just some chances, some gambles. It may be terrible. <laughs> you know, it, it may be just awful, you know? I was like, but I just want to, you know, I want to leave one it. You more know, cast. One more cast. That's exactly <laughs> correct. Uh, one more time. And so, uh, so I took some chances and, uh, stretched, stretched myself, uh, you know, vocally and put, you know, you know, it's art, so you, you're putting yourself out there, and it's kind of yeah. scary. Um, but, you know, he loved it. And I was like, are you sure? I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe it feels kind of out of place. He's like, no, man, it's perfect. So, so well, every I'm, glad, now and I'm then, glad he talked you into it. Every now and then I'll, I'll go up a little bit, and you go, that big old that red beard fellow there, that, I wasn't expecting that out of him. What? Didn't know he could go there. <laughs> <laughs> so... uh Every now and then, so it was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot, it was so much wow. fun, and I, you know, the more I listen to it, the more I, it, you know, like you said, it makes you smile, makes me smile, and I really Can, am proud of it. You should be, man. And uh, waiting on a rise, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I can't. In, in my mind, I, I think of Hank, uh, was it Hank Patterson. Yeah, it's that. Uh, my, my head, my, my mind is going. What, this this fly fishing video is already happening. It's a slow motion back slow cast mo- through a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It, it, it you know it, you know it felt like that, man. So it's so much fun. And, maybe uh, we'll have a video of it sometime. Maybe that'd be awesome. That'd be pretty fun to put that on the YouTube page. Speaking would. of YouTube, one last thing really is, uh, maybe we had this guy reach out to us. And um, I don't even know if he listens to the podcast, Brian. Don't even I don't even know if he knows that there's a podcast out there. But he found our video, uh, the film, and um, his name is Chris Trunko, and this guy is a craftsman, a master mean, craftsman, master craftsman. Yeah. He makes these single piece, 
well, it's not, like six, it, yeah, no, it's 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 a single piece, six yeah. foot yeah. Uh, rod, and it's bamboo. bamboo. And he's got a whole website that talks about. I, I think I don't forget. Uh, then I'm, I'm butcher. We'll put it one, in the show notes. Yeah, um, one rod, one uh, rod. Yeah, and it's incredible. Holy cow! He he wanted he he just sent me an email. He said, "Hey." Uh, and I don't know how, how he found you, but it's like your it was on your author page too, wasn't it? It wasn't even yeah, on the, the Story Outdoors. Yeah, website. he found me through the he found me through my author website, <laughs> and sends me an email to my author email account, and I'm like, I, man, I don't, I, I never heard of this guy. Well, how did he find out? You know, it's kind of <laughs> he talks about how cool it was. He's from Ohio and loved the video, loved the film, loved what we we're doing. And lo and behold, Brad sends him an, an well, address. Well, you send it to me. You're like, you know this guy? Yeah. Because he's one, you know, can I have your address? I want to send you something. And I'm like, well, either you're going to kill me or <laughs> or you're going to send me something cool, you know? <laughs> so, so I was like, I guess, sure, I'll send it. I don't have like a P.O. box or anything. And so yeah. I, I'll, I'll send it to him. So I answered him because he wrote both of us on your author email. <laughs> yeah, right. And so Brad, he calls me like two or three times in a row and like he – FaceTime. Yeah, you FaceTime. I was like, well, I better answer this, this thing. This must be this, serious. This must be serious. Last time he did it, he got a boat. So I bought a, <laughs> I bought an answer this. Pick it up. Pick it up the phone. And so Brad, he does the unveiling of this rod that this that Chris had sent him, and it is um, amazing. It's, it's, it's like beautiful. a work of, work of art. Handmade. I mean, he shows you the whole process on his website, and uh you just sent this thing because of that video, and I send him my address, and uh, he sends me a vice that uh, like a, a fly tying vice. I mean, this guy's just just seems so like kind. solid gold and kind, and just because of the you know being able to resonate with what our friends at In Color did on the uh, the, the film, and um, keep getting comments. I mean, I, I looked at yeah. it the other uh, today, and uh, it was like sixteen. <laughs> thousand almost seventeen thousand views which that's that's my insane to me it's insane i mean my hometown had seven thousand people in it so well, i was yeah mine kind of had thirteen thousand so measure measure it by that <laughs> good old monroeville that was before vanity fair left by the way you know <laughs> it dropped down to like three thousand after that but anyway uh i digress um 50 60 comments people from all over people from england yeah uh clearly people from ohio yeah <laughs> yeah i mean and, and it's super know, encouraging i think people resonate at different mm-hmm. levels with it you know a lot of people kind of locked into the fishing for more some people locked into the spiritual aspect of it some yeah. people just locked into holy cow this is a beautiful film beautiful it is. Um, it really so is. yeah it's it it felt like it hit a lot of people on a lot of different levels it may not be for everybody but Doggone! It's um, it was it's something that we're proud of, and we're yeah, thankful. Absolutely. If you haven't listened to it or, or watched it, go check it out. It's on our YouTube page. Um, really proud of it. Those guys uh, at In Color did a great job. I mean, just Incredible. could not could not have um, asked for a better result than what yeah. they did. Yeah, super cool. But man, what a great uh, man, what a great season again. I'm looking forward to um, the spring season and. It's start already starting to gain some uh, gain some legs, and you know, just when we think like, oh, man, who are we going to get? Who are we going to get for this upcoming season? And man, things things yeah. start happening, and contacts are made, and, uh, yeah. and I think there's some some cool people uh, coming up and some cool stories to tell for the spring season. Yeah, uh, and and we've already got a couple in the hopper that I'm just super excited about. Um, but I got one more one more thing I haven't even shared with you yet. <gasps> This is uh, this is a little bit breaking news as we speak. Um, Sarah is on her way to go get another puppy. Another, another puppy. We're getting another puppy. Another chocolate lab oh from goodness. from none other than Milla Chapel and Real Happy Dogs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a rescue lab that was. Um, that was just abandoned. Someone picked it up on the side of the road. It's a year and a half. It is a beautiful chocolate lab and just the sweetest little disposition. Let's uh, go. Sarah has named her Betty because undoubtedly that is a Taylor Swift song. And uh, 
course. Of and course. Sarah's a big Swifty. So. Big, big, <laughs> big, 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 big Swifty. So, yeah. Betty, oh, Betty. I can't wait to Betty. meet Betty. Well, I'll be posting pictures. Don't you worry. Her oh. and Willow are going to have a, a big time. There'll be some zoomies happening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't think our house is big enough for two chocolate labs getting the zoomies. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we're, we're, you know, speaking of, of puppies, um, I don't know if I've actually shared, maybe I've shared it on the podcast or not, but this past summer we got a second dog, a, a puppy puppy. He was, uh, he was eight weeks old when we got him. Moose is a GSP Moose. German short hair pointer and bird dog. And, uh, you probably, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen, uh, seen some pictures of him and some videos of him pointing and stuff. But, uh, he is, uh, he's something special. He's a, he's a character. Um, he is, you talk about zoomies, uh, the other day, he, um, he got the zoomies in our house and he's a pretty good sized dog. Um, and we have a sectional couch that he, uh, not along the top of the couch, but on the back of it, like a NASCAR on turn three coming in Talladega. Like he was up on the back of the couch and went all the way around it. Like he was, he was flying. He was on the bank. He was banking. He was up on the back. It was incredible and terrifying. He's fixing to break a lamp or something. But, uh, and then the other day I'm sitting in the recliner section of the thing and he just appears on the top of the back of the couch from the behind me. He flat-footed. He just jumps over the couch. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hilarious! Uh, yeah, what was it that Miller said? You know, we don't deserve dogs. You know, we don't, uh, man. He's 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 been amazing, and man, I'm I'm looking forward to hoping to hoping to quail hunt with him, man. He's doing really well, and um, he's understanding his commands really well, and we're starting uh, we're going we're hopefully starting some gun training with him and getting him used to really hearing a gun and. Uh, but man, he, wow. he he'll point, and uh, he's he'll beautiful. Hold, he'll hold his point forever. It's amazing, you know, just to see them at see him at work, and, uh, and that's all him. instinct. I mean, yeah, but he'll hold it now. I've got him. Uh, the part that I've added to it is he'll hold it until I tell him to break point. Oh wow, that's huge. So that's that way great. you can you can set up behind him, you know, whenever it's time to flush a bird, and and uh, he'll hold it until I tell him, you know, wow. and uh, and then he'll fetch until his until he drops. Um, but he's he's a working dog. It's really cool, man, just to see um, God's creation like that and see those dogs. He just loves to work. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited about, for me, that's reconnecting with a family, uh, an old family thing. My my mom's um, dad, his name was Jess Johnson. He was a barber in Monroeville. Hmm. And uh, he raised bird dogs and, and, uh, and quail, and he hunted quail and pheasants and um, he passed away when I was really young, so I never got to do any of that. And uh, I've always sort of lamented not having had those experiences as a kid. But I thought, man, I want to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to watch some YouTube videos and and try to figure it out. And so we've been trying with Moose, man. So he's our first. He's going to be our first attempt at a, at a hunting dog and a, and a bird dog. And so maybe we'll be writing about some adventures with Moose and uh moose and some quail hunting me and you brian we can we can go on some hunts or something well that would be an adventure i'd, I'd love to uh love to carry my camera get some some of that on, on you know some of that footage and just He's just beautiful. watch a dog it's beautiful to watch a dog work it, it really is i can't wait to meet betty betty yeah she, she's gonna be something else we're uh we're happy to do it it's our first uh first rescue dog and uh man just couldn't think of an uh a better better person to get one from than Mila and a real happy real yeah. happy farm that she changed it from real happy dogs to real happy farm and so yeah, uh no doubt that's an appropriate change buddy <laughs> yes they've got a lot more than dogs on that yeah. farm <laughs> yeah they do that's awesome well, brad we got it we're the, the the end of this season and we're we're got this you know we always do our christmas stories for those of you who are new to the podcast we've got a few christmas stories that i wrote and brad has read yeah. And uh, just kind of get us in the Christmas spirit when we're traveling, and um, those are, we're going to repost those in the next couple of weeks. Start getting people um, geared up for uh, for Christmas, and uh, it's a it's a it's a wonderful time to be uh, listening to the podcast. Get some some fun, absolutely, uh, you know, some fun family time. These are kind of those old sit around the radio listening to the stories, a uh, little fiction side of things, and. Um, Brad, you read them, read them so well, and you add you add your voices, and you add your even some uh, 
uh, even a fiddle in a couple of, in one of them and some uh, a beautiful intro that you kind of customize so i think it's a it's a great opportunity for families to kind of listen to something wholesome around the around the radio together lots of fun man uh you know we recently we had quite a uh we had quite a thanksgiving brian we uh i went down to we went up to Auburn to visit my brother for Thanksgiving and I always mm-hmm. take him a bunch of seafood because they never get fresh seafood. So a couple of days before we head to Auburn, I go down to buy a little battery and I go get a, get a pile of shrimp and a bunch of oysters, caught a bunch of blue crabs and a good friend of mine that lives on dog river. Let me use his, uh, his crab traps. And so we took a pile of seafood up to Auburn and feasted on seafood for Thanksgiving rather than Turkey. Mm. So it's our third year doing that. It was really cool. But Paige's little sister had her baby Thanksgiving morning. Oh my gosh! So so Paige was uh, over in Tuscaloosa where her her little sister lives, and to, for the baby. And then uh, that evening, it was quite the swing of emotions. Her grandmother passed away. Oh my gosh! She was ninety six years old. Wow! And uh, they they asked me to do uh, to do her her graveside. And uh, Miss Pat, uh, Miss Pat was awesome. Ninety six years old. Hmm. Old saint, she loved the Lord, walked with the Lord. Her favorite verse of scripture, Brian, was Psalm 100. I enter his courts with thanksgiving. I enter his courts with praise. <laughs> wow. And she died. She died. She passed away basically like the night, the late night, early morning, uh, of late night of Thanksgiving, early morning the next day. Wow. And I said, if there's ever been an easy funeral... This is an easy funeral for a 96-year-old saint whose favorite verse was, I enter his courts with Thanksgiving, and she passes away on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Wow. And uh, But we talked about Miss Pat, 96, so she lived in a time when there was no TV. Mm-hmm. And their TV was the radio. And mm-hmm. it made me, it, that, and that conversation brought that up, Brian, as, as I thought about these Christmas episodes are, they hearken back to that. Yeah. Um, that idea of sitting around the radio and hearing a, a story versus like what we do is, is we, we watch them now, which is fine. You know, I mean, I watched home alone today on my day. I took a day off today and I watched home alone and it's awesome, but it's cool to sit and listen <laughs> to stories. And, uh, and so, yeah, we're going to repost those and that's a long way to get there, but, uh, but that was, that was our experience. And so part of this is sharing our stories and that was yeah. a great experience, man. I, I, uh, I'm thankful for, those opportunities sometimes funerals are extremely difficult but yeah. that one man uh praise bittersweet. the lord yeah bittersweet man yeah miss pat man and uh brad I, I i i'm so thankful that we're uh doing our hundred well this is going to be our hundred and second episode yeah. together and uh crazy man man just uh crazy wouldn't want to be wouldn't want to be on this journey with anybody but you man I thankful know, man. for your friendship thankful for uh, going, uh, letting us do this thing together, and uh, this is a lot of fun. Very happy about waiting on a rise. Uh, that's going to be coming out. Hopefully, people can be able to get that on their phones. And um, if you're interested, add in buying, it to the old Spotify playlist. Yeah, if you're interested in uh, devotional, Jesus is uh, be a good time to get one for Christmas. Uh, that will be available on Amazon and on the uh, Man Church. I'm sorry, not the Man Church, the Iron Hill Press website. Yeah. And um, we'll have we'll those have, in our show notes. Yeah, yeah, we'll have links to all that and on the website as well. You know, if you if you haven't done this before, go to the website, thestoriedoutdoors.com. Each of these episodes has uh, the show notes, but also mm-hmm. usually accompanied by a, a gallery of photos from uh, from our stories, our essays, which we, I enjoyed. We didn't talk about those at all, but I enjoyed yep. our, our essays this, this season were great. And so those essays are accompanied by a lot of visuals um, and all of our experiences. Some of these in person, there's lots of great, um, there's lots of great uh, photos uh, from those experiences and links and all kinds of other stuff for more information and just being more connected to the podcast. So go to and visit the story.doors.com for that. So, uh, shoot us a message, uh, join the, join the email list. If you're not a subscriber on YouTube, you can see these podcasts and all our past episodes. You can see mm-hmm. those on YouTube as well as uh, the film that we've referenced in, uh, in this episode called uh, fly fishing for something bigger than fish. 
which was kind of the the spawning uh, of and the first first time I shared the song. So you, it'll make a lot of sense if you go watch that film and then listen to the song. It'll all come together for you. Yep. Um, but lots of good stuff, and we're just I'm I'm blown away by all the people that listen to this podcast, Brian. Um, couple of stories from this year. Um, somebody shared it with a friend of theirs in like Columbus. And they're like, oh man, I already listened to that. I couldn't, I was blown away by it. I was like, I have no idea who that person is. You know, I mean, we've, that's, that's wild. We've broken way outside of the mom and them who listen yeah. to our, our podcast. And, uh, man, I'm thankful for all our listeners and people that, uh, that take time to leave, uh, that have left us comments or sent us emails. Um, if you haven't reviewed, man, that is a huge, huge help to us. If you leave a review, uh, you can leave a rating on Spotify, but if you're an iTunes listener, which I think a lot of our listeners are iTunes mm-hmm. listeners, uh, you can leave a written review, and those written reviews really take it next level as far as this podcast being found in searches or popping up as reg- recommendations on iTunes. So um, those those uh, written reviews are a huge blessing to us. So all of you that have, have left those, thank you so much for for taking time to do that. And I'm really thankful too for this, uh, our, our sponsor this season that we've worked with our good friends over at Redbeards Outfitters, Garrett and the crew at Redbeards Outfitters here in Mobile. But they also have a website, uh, redbeardsoutfitter.com. Um, you can use TSO as a code TSO for 20% off online and in store. And they carry some really, really cool things, uh, all things backpacking and outdoors. Um, man, just anything to kind of outfit you for your adventures in the outdoors. They carry some great stuff. They're great local folks. And I love supporting like small businesses like that. And, uh, and I'm thankful for their partnership and giving us that code and that discount. So, man, if you're looking for a unique Christmas gift or something for that that person in your life that loves the outdoors, man, it would be a blessing to them and a blessing to us. Uh, swing by redbeardsoutfitter.com. Use code TSO for 20% discount. And, uh, man, it would be awesome. So thank you. Thanks to everyone who's listening. And, and we've been inspired to write. I've been inspired to write. I hope you're inspired by these stories um, to write your uh, your stories share your adventures in the place we love to call the storied outdoors Redbeard's Outfitter is a Mobile, Alabama-based outfitter offering a carefully curated selection of gear and apparel, outfitting you for your next adventure, exploring our world, and building community. We love this local store, and we love supporting folks like them who are building community in the outdoor space. Plus, they have some spectacular apparel for Alabamians and all the gear anyone would need to be ready to enjoy the outdoors. Use promo code TSO for a 20% discount online or visit them in store. Visit redbeardsoutfitter.com for more information.